You know what should be in those best of Benji Piro clips where he's always owning SJWs and everyone thinks it's that he's genius? It's not. You know what it is? It's that pretty much every day on the Daily Wire, there's two things that you can be certain of. The first one is that he's going to hawk that product that sends you clothes. It's just like, if you don't know how to be stylish, those people know how to make you stylish, and they're going to send you clothes. They're going to send you about $100 worth of clothes every year, where you can, and they're going to make you look like, look, look really glamorous. It's, it's, a, it's, it's queer eye for the straight guy without the queerness. But that, that, and also the fact that he's going to say at some point, it, it, this is what really hurts me, is that there are all these SJWs, and, the, and basically it all just boils down to the fact that they don't take personal responsibility. Now, that is the genius takeaway point there. Why does everyone find SJWs annoying? It's because they don't take personal responsibility. They blame society for the reasons that their life sucks. It's always the same thing. It's like the same, you know, people that are fat, what do they always say? It's genetics, it's McDonald's fault. It's always these kind of ideas. Or what's another person that everybody despises at the moment? What's the flavor of the month to hate? I don't know, it's just such a love fest at the moment on the net. It's really hard to pick. But, <laughs> but you, know, you know what I'm talking about though, right? Like, the, it's always the same thing. It's basically somebody that like reflects on to other people their insecurities. That's, that's the pet peeve that people despise. So, twofold reasons why it's really important for you to take personal responsibility for everything in your life. The first one is, <laughs> people like you a lot more. It's, it's like people are always going to like someone that they can use as a whipping boy more than they're going to like someone who sits there being like, you have to do it for me, it's not my fault, it's always everyone else. Those are the people that they're just going to be like, okay, I'm not hanging out with that dude or doing them any favors. But after a while, if they're just being like, and this paper, and this one as well, eventually, you know, there's, there's other counter arguments to that, such so as boundaries. But eventually, usually what happens when you kind of just sit there and you go, well, you know, this is up to me to do something about this. Either you sit there and go, hey, that's bullying. Or, <laughs> but not in a, but not in a SJW way. You know, you know, like there's like a, there's a point where you have like a, a healthy psychological boundary there. But there's, there's also like the, that, that dance where you're just making the other person wrong when it's clearly something that you could be doing something about. And there's the, do you see the difference there? Do you see that there's two different approaches? So the first one is that you've taken the responsibility yourself and gone like, well, I'm gonna have to do something about that. No, nah, can't do any more work. Then the second one is just people that go, I can't do it because I've just like, my auntie died two years ago. <laughs> That's kind of the key differentiation between the two. The, the, the people that move ahead in life, first of all, because they don't wait around for other people to promote them. They don't wait around for, like for instance, if I didn't take personal responsibility in, in, in my YouTube career, for instance, and then just sat around and kissed ass at the ABC and SBS and did the usual route that you make in Australia to, to get some sort of a name, I'd probably still be waiting around. But then I just thought, fuck it. And then I took it all on myself to promote myself. And also because I just hated the content that they make. Because if you ever watch ABC comedy, there is one thing that I am guaranteed to think at the end of that. And that is that, you know what? Maybe two and a half men is genius. It's all shit. But, <laughs> but the thing is, what's this piece of shitty hair here? Ah, much better. <laughs> I, I, I want to 
there's uh, the, the other, the second part, which is arguably the best part about taking personal responsibility for things, which is that, okay, it's easier to blame other people and circumstances for your circumstances. And you would agree you might be right. So for instance, if you live in a shit house now, it's probably because your parents were poor. There's probably another reason, and and maybe maybe you're one of those rich people, and then you became a drug addict, and then you just kind of move into that periphery. But in general, that's the reason, right? And then you can sit there and be like, "It's my parents' fault. I'm going to be poor for the rest of my life." Or you could say, "No, no, I, I can actually change these circumstances." So that's the difference, right? It's easier to say it's my parents' fault, but it's freeing to say it's my fault because then you can do something about it. Then as soon as you take responsibility and say, the, the first thing is you recognize it and you go, I don't like this part about my life. And then when you realize, holy shit, I can do something about that instantly. Even if you're not moving out of the poor house tomorrow, right? Even if it takes you years, just the fact that you're on that path of moving towards moving out of a shitty house and you know that you are, because you're not wasting your time anymore. You're not sitting there helplessly and you, you start going, oh, okay, yeah, we can, we can, we can change these circumstances. That's a nice feeling. And then there's another, so it's, in general, it just makes you a better person in terms of you're gonna be more liked, you're going to get more out of life yourself, personally as well, but on top of all of that, your head feels better, yo. That was so after school special, putting a yo at the end. I should have done this as well. And then finish with a rap beat. Yo, 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 personal responsibility, it's like drinking tea. Um, so, it's also taken into the fact that all throughout European history, there was this idea, because it was a feudal system, and this is where, you know, outside circumstances do shape it, but the thing is that you could have taken responsibility in that circumstance if somebody told you to do it, but obviously because there wasn't such a thing as Tony Robbins in Middle Ages, they just sat there and were like, yeah, it's God's fault, yeah. So, anyway, the point is, <laughs> now Tony Robbins is God. How much is he the 80s God? Um, so, anyway, the <laughs> so big. He's a giant colossus statue of himself. Anyway, the, the, the uh, uh, yeah, so, the general pervasive saying, because it was a feudalist society, and so it didn't really matter how much wheat you produced, there was just going to be some lord that was just going to be like, I'll take that, and I'm going to kick your head in just for fun. Those guys, the, the general saying that came across in terms of uh, wheat agricultural output was, a good season is in God's hands. You see, they're not taking any responsibility for their crop outcome. So, and look, sometimes there is weather patterns and things like that that make your crops better or worse. So there is, there's some truth to it, I suppose. But as we know now, there is so many agricultural strategies and philosophies that you can put onto your crops that will either make the yield bigger or smaller, right? Now, contrast that with China. I think it was all of Asia, actually. Most of Asia, the idea was, but especially in China, there was this idea is because, first of all, Rice takes about 3,000 man hours to produce a single patty rice, rice patty. Um, <laughs> that was my out of that making baby noises. Um, it takes 3,000 hours to make a rice patty, one rice patty. It's so much harder than wheat, which you kind of just go, that sound that Squidward makes, that now you just sit back and get God to do the work. You actually have to do the work. 
So in China, like what they've got now, where they've got that kind of pseudo communist set up there, where it's basically just like an oligarchy of just like 20 old guys that are perpetually getting their cock sucked, just sitting there smoking cigars, being like, uh, yeah, yeah, we care about the working man. Um, <laughs> that's, that's all of human history, basically. You just put different labels on it. It's the same thing. It's just so like 20 old guys can get their cock sucked perpetually. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, am I lying? Am I wrong? Um, so they had to come up with a system to incentivize peasants to do more work, which was that they allowed them to get a little bit richer uh, if, they, if they put in the effort than, say, with somebody who didn't do as much of, of an outcome. So like with the feudal system, how it was just like, this is the Lord's property. This is just for protection, usually from me. <laughs> I'm going to use you as a golfing ball. Um, in China, they kind of came up with a rudimentary capitalist system to incentivize people into selling their rice and then they could become slightly wealthier peasants. So the idea was there that it was he who wakes up at sunrise and works until sunset will be a wealthy man. Now contrast that with it's in God's hands. That's why now when you export Chinese, Vietnamese workers into Western societies, they flourish. There's another reason in that they usually have a lot of Buddhist philosophies in their head. So every time there's like a huge setback, they're just like, that's okay. But the other one is that they actually understand the concept of hard work. It's been ingrained in them culturally for thousands of years. That's who you should be focused. That, that's, that's the success model right there. It's because they take personal responsibility. So what I want you to do as homework is to just put yourself down into the five categories of life that are most important, which is friends, family, work life, your health, and uh, just like, you, I don't know, just checking fitness, why not? <laughs> I forgot what the fifth one is. <laughs> Shelf help. Um, so you, you just just write down those. Friends, family, health, fitness, your, your career. Now, I want you to put down all the reasons that you blame other people for your circumstances. And I do it as well. Obviously, like when I just say that uh, yeah, I take 100% responsibility, I don't. I just take more responsibility than the average person because I've thought about this. That's it. But there's still, I'm still a petty little man when it comes to a lot of stuff, right? I'm always just saying that like, you don't do this and stuff. But eventually what happened is because I started really taking control of those aspects of my life. The, the fact that like if, if relationships weren't working, maybe it was my fault. Or at least let, let, let me work on the part that I can control in that. Because it's like, you know, like in a relationship, how everyone always says like it's the other person's fault. What are you bringing to the table? At least think about that. Because normally when you start to focus on what the other person is complaining about and then you really assess if that's true or not, and then you start working on it, you'll see that the other person starts to change as a result as well, automatically. And if they don't, well then, vamoose, you're out of the relationship, but you're not bringing yourself to the next relationship because you've improved, right? So there's all these others, so there's all these areas that you could be improving upon. But the main starting point of all of them is that you need to take personal responsibility. So look at what you're blaming. So in your career, for instance, why are you not progressing? Is it because the manager hates you? Well. If that's the case, 
look into your friendships and your relationships. Is there a common theme here? Is there something that's annoying about you that you could change? And there's obviously going to be like a million annoying things about everyone and they're never going to fully change them, but you can refine yourself a little bit, right? And if you refine yourself just a little bit, you're already better than most people who never bother to do this. Think about the exact opposite of somebody who takes personal who doesn't take any personal responsibility. It's junkies. Now listen to what they talk about. Every time you walk past junkies, they're having an argument or they're like deeply in love, which is the other flip side of this where you're just like, I guess it's not all bad. You know, like I, I wish I felt the deep love that they feel for their partners. Have you ever seen that? Anyway, that's, that's another story. We've got we to get to the bottom of this. Anyone write in the comments if you know the reason why junkies love each other so deeply. But... 90% of the time, they're just sitting there going, You didn't get me a sun kiss on Thursday. No, I didn't get any more fucking sun kiss. Now, where's my fucking... You didn't get me sun kissed. Fuck you! Don't you see that they're always blaming other people for their circumstances? That's all you ever hear junkies talk about. It's, it's, it's someone else. Now... <laughs> Obviously, in most circumstances, they're mentally ill, but that, <laughs> that's their fault. Take personal responsibility for the chemicals in your brain. But the, 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 the thing there is at play, right, that it, it becomes a mental illness. If you don't take responsibility after a while, you do become sort of mentally ill, which is why normally you see people from really rich families that have given been given every opportunity in life. And you know how they're kind of just shitter than everyone else in everything, not just in terms of their personality, but they're also just not skilled in anything. They're kind of just these blobs that sit there and they're like, get me my fucking PlayStation 4, man. You're 30 years old. The same thing is at play there. Rich people, like I used to always hate those spoiled rich kids at school that got everything they wanted and you were really jealous of them. Wouldn't trade them for my working class background at all because as a working class person, you're actually instilled to fucking work. <laughs> and after a while, if, if you start channeling that work in smarter directions, obviously you're going to have a much more fulfilling life than somebody who's just been given everything and they're just that baby from spirited away. So if you are in that situation, if you're in any situation in life where you don't like your circumstances, just know you can do something about it in every circumstance. And you might not be able to do everything that you want to get yourself out of that situation, but you can do a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for. But it starts by taking a look at yourself and seeing what you're not taking responsibility for. What are you blaming other people for? And then the next step after that, as always is, start reading about it. So for instance, if, if your manager is annoying to you, there would be thousands of articles online about how to deal with that situation. Start reading a few of them. That's how self-improvement starts. It starts with taking personal responsibility. Have I said that enough times? Probably, but I'll say it three more times. Personal responsibility, personal responsibility, personal responsibility. See you next week.